Grow CFO is where finance leaders grow together. Join thousands of like-minded professionals using Grow CFO to access the combined knowledge and experience of the finance leader community. You can join us today at growcfo.net. Hello, welcome to the Grow CFO show. I'm your host, Kevin Appleby, and today I've got Ollie Deacon with me. And Ollie is a member of our mentoring team at Grow CFO. So, hello, Ollie. Welcome to hello, the Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Ollie, Ollie, we're going to talk today about becoming a great finance business partner. Yes. Yeah. First question What's a finance business partner? Yeah, it's a great question because. Kevin, it seems obvious in some respects, like, oh, it's a person in finance, right? Aren't we all just finance business partners? Don't we all kind of deal with other people in the business in one way or another? And that's kind of true. But actually, what I found throughout my career, and I think we might talk about that in a minute, but what I found throughout my career is great finance business partners um, are different from accountants. So an accountant is somebody who delivers numbers. They bring the kind of, this is X and Y and what these things are. Um, but great finance business partners able to translate numbers into real business impact with their business partners. They create great relationships in order to do that. They make the numbers real. They make them tangible for the people that they work with. Ultimately, they lead the business to real business impact. Mm, mm. So there's a lot in there. There's a lot to unpack here. That's a lot. Uh, Ollie, you must have had a lot of experience in this during your career. Tell me something about the business partnering roles that you've had in the past. Yeah. So I qualified at Deloitte, the standard kind of path of big four, um, decided practice wasn't really for me. And pretty much since then, so I actually left Deloitte on my qualification day, but since then, that was the same for me at BDO. Yeah. yeah, it just, it wasn't, I loved it. I had a wonderful time at Deloitte. I would tell anyone to go work there. It was great. But it was, I just, being in industry was so much better. It suited me so much more. So I, pretty much as soon as I went into industry, I took on business partnering roles. Um, I worked at Carpet and Warehouse for a number of years, did lots of different jobs across finance. Um, went then on to Skype, which had been recently acquired by Microsoft. And then through that, moved out to the US and spent five years in the US working for Microsoft. My last role there, I was a, a finance director for business partnering the Windows commercial business. It was about a $4.5 billion business, about 8% of Microsoft's profit. And so as part of that, I was partnering with engineering teams, marketing teams, sort of product planning teams, um, really to think about a lot of the commercial aspects of the business. Brilliant. So, a lot of experience through my career, sort of through those different roles of really working with business. So if we're talking now about how to become a great finance business partner, where do we start? I and mean, you've clearly got stacks of experience in there, but you know, what's the basics? What's the first step? I think the first thing really, I'm going to have to apologize ahead of time because I think this isn't always something that's easy for accountants, but the very first thing is building great relationships. Um, well, you know, as a guy who used to work for Microsoft, Ollie, I mean, you're partly to blame for that. You've got us all addicted to Excel spreadsheets and yeah. talking to them instead of real people. I know, mm -hmm. right? It's just so tempting to spend all your day. Oh, I love, love, love Excel. And I'm very happy to spend all my day in there. But actually, 
what really matters is getting out of Excel and getting out and meeting the business and working with the business and building great relationships. Relationships are the foundation, really, to great finance business partnering. And the reason for that is not just to, to make it kind of easier and more fun, but actually, if you think about what we're doing as finance business partners, we're selling ideas. In order to influence the business, we're really trying to sell ideas. The kind of concept that I always think about is imagine walking into a car sales room. You immediately don't trust the person who comes over and they're trying to sell you a car and you just don't trust them. How likely are you to buy that car from them? And in the same way, if you're trying to sell somebody your ideas, if you're trying to influence someone and they don't trust you, it's really hard for them to buy that, to choose to buy that idea from you. You can force them to take that on. But actually, ideally, to make the most impact, you want them to choose to take that. Trust really comes from from having great relationships. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Great relationships. So where do we start? How how do you actually start forming that great relationship? And I see that example of the car dealer. You're automatically shying away from that relationship. So the the accountant coming up to you with, oh, here's your monthly results. Here's how far overspent you were on last month's budget. That, that's going to have the same effect, isn't it? Yeah. And it's it's not easy for lots of folks who are in finance. I don't want to over-stereotype, but for lots of us, you know, we're in finance because we love numbers. We love to be analytical. We love to be logical about how we do things. And so some of those skills or or traits that are really good for building relationships aren't always natural for finance people. But the great news is there's a methodology to it, like there is to so many things in life. Oh, I like that. You can learn how to be strong at building relationships. Come on, you told me there's a methodology, Ollie. You've got to tell me what the methodology is now. I'll talk about a little bit of it. and But I think the key thing to it is asking questions. Yes. So we have this assumption, right, that in life, if we want to get people to like us, that we need to be really interesting. But actually, it's more important to be interested than it is to be interesting. So if you want people to like you, if you're interested in them, if you ask them a decent amount of questions, if you show a a high interest in them, actually, that's what's far more likely to get them to like being around you and to sort of really build a relationship with them. Something that I ask a lot of my clients and the people that I work with and my mentees is, how well do you know the person that you support most? You know, do they have kids? What do they like to do in their free time? Like, what do you actually know about them? And a very surprisingly high number of finance people really know very little about their their business partners. Mm, Yeah. I must admit, I'm thinking back to even the days back in BDO when I was training. and. We had a manager called Walter, and we had three audit managers, and Walter's team were always supposed to be the A-team. Why were Walter's team the A-team? And Walter virtually knew what everybody in his team had for breakfast. Mm. There was that level of interest in the individuals. Now, Walter was so interested in you that you wanted to work for him and do a good job. Exactly. Yep. And it's just that great way to – and it's not rocket science. You know, we just need to get used to asking people great questions about what's going on with them and um, asking open end questions. What do you do outside of work? What's how are you going to be spending this summer? What what kind of things are you up to? 
just open-ended questions and giving people the, the chance to respond and tell me more about that. That sounds really interesting. Like, ah, oh, that sounds great. Tell me some you more know, about that. that really is a, a learned skill. I think back to, to my Coopers and Lybrand early consulting days, and they, they had a course called Process Consulting. And all you did for a week was learn how to ask those open questions, literally a week, five days. So you were put into a, a small group of five, six people, a coach, and two people would be having a conversation. The others would be listening in and the coach would be helping. But the whole point was you would have picked a subject to start off with and person A would be asking person B about that subject. And the question would come in and the idea was to keep the conversation moving, take the conversation deeper. This was all about, in practice, you folk are going out to see finance directors managing directors, CEOs, and so on. And you're talking to them about the issues in their business. And you want to put in front of them how we, as a consulting business, can fix those problems for them. So you want them to tell you as much about the problems as possible. And in fact, work on the theory that they already know half the answer. So try and eke out the half of the answer they already know about from them. (laughs) It's the magic of just, you know, Questions will tell you if you can figure out what your business partner's biggest problems are. Yeah. Phenomenal the difference that it can make to your relationship, your ability to influence, your ability to get things done with them. In my last couple of years at Microsoft, I was helping my business partners to write their annual objectives. They would come and seek counsel and say, This is, you know, this is what I'm thinking of doing these this year like what do you think about these ollie you know, with one sort of a finance hat on of i can be helpful in putting some numbers there but actually just having somebody who's slightly detached outside their team but really understands their business you can become once you understand their business and what their problems are you become a trusted advisor yeah. and that's really such a, an important powerful thing of being a business partner I'm I'm putting strategy hat on here for a second, Ollie, and thinking, well, hang on. The most important thing about strategy isn't the profit and loss account, the bottom line, and so on. It's about a decision that's essentially, what are you going to stop doing? What are you going to start doing? What are you going to continue to do? And if you you can ask the questions in the right way, so you could get virtually categorize everything in those three categories, you are really winning. Absolutely. And just getting people, you know, people want to talk about themselves. And there's something that often finance people will say, you know, I find it really hard to find something in common with other people in the business. But when we work in the same company, we do have something almost automatically in common with someone, which is that in general, we share the same goals for the business, right? Often our business partners are trying to achieve something. And because they're the part of the business that we're supporting, we generally want to get towards the same kind of place that they do as well. And so we actually often have this shared set of problems. You know, we both want to get to the same outcome for the business. And so we have common ground there. It's a great place to really start talking you know, together. How do we think about progressing this? What's important about this? What are some of the challenges with that? And, and getting into the nitty gritty of that with partners. And they'll happily talk to you about that all day long. And equally, 
it's a great way to just build a relationship with someone. Hmm. So relationships, that's the first bit. Yes. Where do we go after relationships? So the next challenge after relationships is it's a couple more steps, a couple of key things that we really think about is there are kind of three things that make great finance business partnering. The first is relationships. The second is turning data into insight. And then the yes. third is bringing the numbers to life. But maybe we can talk a bit about turning data into insight. Come on, talk it, turning data into insight. I love this. You're in one of my favorite areas now, Ollie. And so it's really interesting. We, um, we do this, we, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about this in a bit. We've got this course on, on finance business partnering. And we started off quite early on just asking people about kind of, you know, what do they think about all these different types of things? Are they data or in, insight, all these different things? And most people are like, wow, there's this one, this, and this one's that. But actually, most of the things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis in finance is data. Yes. You know, whether it's a PL, whether it's a, even a really fancy Power BI dashboard, all these things that we think is potentially insight, they're not. It's all just data. Ability to take that data and turn it into insight. And so, again, the question is, what is insight? What does that even mean? But a really, really simple way to think about this is your data is your what. The next stage on from, from data is your information. Information is the what when you've applied the why to it. So why is the data what it is? So it's the what, then the why, information. And then finally, your insight is your so what. And so, so it's what, why, so what. And when you get to the so what, that's when you really start to speak the business's language, if you like. The, the businesses often will say to you, they bring, we take them 200 numbers on a slide at month end and the business thinks, what am I going to do with this? And equally as business partners, if we're able to say to them, this is what the numbers are, this is why they are, and this is so what, this is why this matters. And that's really much more of a forward looking question. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but the first couple of CFOs that I worked for would always, their biggest, their number one complaint about the finance team is that they didn't demonstrate commercial acumen. And for a long time, it was really tough for me to work out, like, what does that even mean? What do they mean? Mm. And actually, all it is, is that the finance team just weren't providing so what to the business. The so what is what when, you know, that is commercial insight, commercial acumen is just giving so what to the business. So for example, you know, if the numbers are down by 5% and it's because we've lost a, a big customer, well, so what? Well, actually the reasons that we lost the customer are this, this is the root cause of this. And here are some ways that we can think about addressing getting that customer back or doing something else about that. And it's that kind of so what and moving towards that that really makes great finance business partners. That's that second piece, data to insight. Yeah, and I guess I'd just reflect on that and say that you've lost a part, you've lost a customer. Well, fine, that's that's history. Mm-hmm. But and then if I take that away and look at the data, actually losing that customer might be masking a whole load of performance that has actually improved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And all these, you know, there's loads of other so what in and around that. And, you know, what we need to be thinking about moving the conversation towards is what are we going to do differently as, as a business? Yeah. I always think that's what, one of the problems with finance is that you know, you're constantly working with the accounts. And you talk briefly about dashboards then, just said they were data. Mm. But at the same time, the accounts, 
well, that's like sitting in the car's driving seat and trying to run the entire journey, look, just looking through the rearview mirror, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. You know, most management information is, is backwards looking. And so really, it's it's important as much as possible. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's one of the things we spend a long, you know, a decent chunk of the talk. The course that we, we run thinking about is how do we how do we help finance people to be much more forward looking? How do we as finance um, partners, finance business partners, how do we work with the business in order to be much more forward looking? So oh, you mentioned the course a couple of times now. Yeah. So tell me more about the course. <laughs> so I get very excited about lots of things in finance. I love finance. Um, this is a great career choice for me. But the thing, one of the things that I've been most excited about over the last few years is this course on finance business partnering. Um, I've got to say, I've been delivering this for just over a couple of years now. And I wish that I'd had the opportunity to put every single one of my finance teams for the last 20 odd years through this course. It's incredible. And I think there's a couple of things why, why that is. The first thing is it's not a finance course. It's a sales and marketing course for finance people. Oh, and like so it's, it's a whole load of very different ways of thinking about something geared towards finance people. So number one, it's not something that I've ever come across really in one place specifically for finance people in this way. The second thing is the techniques that we do in it are immediately applicable. We teach this course and within minutes of people dropping off the session, they're going and using it. They come back and we see them the following week or whenever the next session is. And they're just saying, like, I did it straight away. I've done it. If if we run a co- half the course in the morning and people come back the next morning, they'll already have started to do things based on the course. And how often is that really true? You know, when people are doing that, they're immediately putting stuff into practice. Mm. The third thing about it is the delivery mechanism. It really is. In, and especially for a virtual world, the way that we run this course, it's really interactive. It's really fun. People are constantly, people turn up, right? And they're like, right, I'm going to get half a month then done while, while I'm on this course. No chance, right? We have people doing stuff all the way through, uh, engaging lots of breakout groups, lots of learning as we go along. And so people are really, we're getting them constantly to apply the new techniques as we're going through. So it really is, it's a fantastic course. And of course, it, it has most of the fundamentals of being a great finance business partner. Okay, so structurally, what's happening? How many sessions? What sort of time scale? Yeah, so it's really interesting. We take quite a different approach. Rather than having one big, long kind of full day or a couple of full days of training, we actually spread this out over, we sometimes run it weekly, but or sometimes every other week, but it's basically seven two-hour sessions. So we get folks together and we cover a couple of principles in each of these sessions. So we get together, we do some learning, we have a go at doing it and then people go away and they have they have a couple of weeks to apply it. And then they come back, we'll do a recap and then we'll introduce another technique. And by doing this, people have the opportunity to build week on week on week. And because what you'll often find, right, if you think about how many courses, Kevin, you've been on, well, you think this is amazing. And then a week later, you can't even barely remember anything that you covered. And that's fine. That's normal. That's just natural. That's how these things work. But by coming back week, you know, time after time and revisiting those core techniques, we just make them a habit for the people who come. And, you know, it's what's great for us is when we straddle a month end, when the course straddles a month end and that first time that people are starting to use things. And what will happen is about half the course generally will go and apply, you know, a couple of techniques in a big way. And it feels risky. 
and they come back and it's like, oh, I did this thing. I thought the business partners are going to say, what is this? And everyone loved it. Everybody loved it. And it's one of my favorite things about the course is people come back and say, my business partners loved it. And, you know, the techniques are just applicable across the board. So it's great. Ollie, stop, stop this now. You're getting far too excited. (laughs) You're an accountant. You're supposed to be boring. I know, but I can't can't help it. It's a fantastic course. It's really fun. And it's also, you know, just the the techniques are so good that for me, I really don't think there is nobody in a finance function in the UK who would not benefit from coming on this course. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. We're running this as a grow CFO course, the Business Partnering Bootcamp. Yes. And I'll put a link to all the bootcamp information in the show notes. So if you're, if you're starting to get interested by all of Ollie's excitement here and, and this idea that you can do something interesting across a month end, well, this, this just might be for you. So talk me through this a little bit more, Ollie. There's, there's several sessions here. So what are the sessions going so, through? Across the, the seven sessions, we really cover some pretty interesting stuff. So we kick off in session one and we talk all about the business partnering mindset. And we talk about what it is to be a finance business partner. Some of the things we talked about today, but really making that real for people. We also introduce our first technique, which is one where it, it is one that anyone can apply and it helps to communicate and influence. This is really powerful technique and one that we use throughout the course. We come back in workshop number two and we focus on bringing the numbers to life. So we haven't talked about that yet today, but in that one, we really spend a whole bunch of time thinking about accountants. You know, we have boring tables of numbers and all this stuff. And we teach a technique where in less than 10 minutes, we can make it interesting, engaging, even fun. Um, Workshop three is all about turning data into insights. So we've got some really good tools that will help anyone in finance to make that journey from data through information to to bring in insights into the business. Workshop four, all about relationships. So how do we build really great relationships? Actually breaking down some of those techniques a bit more, getting some practice in. Um, Workshop five, secrets of influence. So we take a whole bunch of sales techniques we have some really fun exercises on that day. This is a lot of fun. Lots of crazy stuff happening in workshop five. You wouldn't think of that of a finance course, but that's great. Secrets of influence. Workshop six is all about storytelling, getting our ideas across in a great way. And then we wrap up in workshop seven with um, some really good stuff on presenting with confidence. So it brings and um, workshop seven is great because not only do we bring in a really good kind of presenting technique, but we also think about bringing the whole of the rest of the course together. And so everything comes together nicely in that seventh session. So it really is, we do cover a lot of the things a great finance business partner needs. You've sold me. Where do I sign up? Yeah. Grow CFO. Come along. You know, I actually might just do that. You'll have a great time. I might just sit in on it and see what this is all about. I, I am excited. It's really exciting. And there's, couple of ways actually people can come along so obviously we're really happy to have individuals come and sign up for the course so we've got a kind of course where people from different companies will all be coming together learning from each other kind of doing this lots of different breakout groups but also we run it for finance teams as well so often we'll get a finance leader of a team who says like i would love to just have everybody on the team come and do this 
And so we run it for finance organizations as well. What we consistently see is we run it for one of the teams in finance and suddenly the rest of finance is like, are you doing all these? How did you know to do this stuff, all these new things? And so we end up doing the rest of the finance team as well. So yeah, it's great. It's really great stuff. Yeah. I guess which of those options is right for you depends really on the size of your finance exactly. team. Exactly. If there are only two of you, well, come along and join everybody else. Yep. If there are 10 of you, it makes sense to to do it all together. So everybody in the team knows the same stuff. Exactly. You can encourage each other as you go forward. And you have your entire finance team bought into the same things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's a way of delivering this that fits everyone. Ollie, I'm really, really excited by it. Great. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think surprises people the most on the course? It's a good question. There's a couple of things, I think. One, one is definitely that it's not, it doesn't feel like a traditional finance course. And I think that's something. And I think the second thing that really surprises folks is how much interaction there is, how much we kind of get people involved in doing things, and actually how much they get out of that. They're expecting boring old virtual learning on a webinar style, and actually straight out of the box from as soon as we, we kick the course off, it's interesting, it's engaging, things are happening. So I, I think that consistently surprises people. Almost want to warn people, like, don't expect to come and do some emails in the background while you're doing this, because we're going to have you getting stuck in and getting involved. Mm, mm, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Ollie, that is fantastic. Thank you hugely for being this week's guest on the Grow CFO Show. And if you want to spend some time with Ollie, seven two-hour workshops, which you can tell already from the way Ollie's been in this podcast, are going to be fun. Get yourself signed up. As I said, there's a link in the show notes. Come along and join us on the next Business Partnering Bootcamp. Thank you again, Ollie. Thanks for having me.